Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 8, Creating the Best Suited Online Character. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Jason as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Not bad, yourself? I'm doing pretty good, now the podcast series is coming along, so... That's good. I'm happy to have you on this show. And today we are going to talk about RPGs. But before we do that, uh, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, my name is Jason. I am a 700-year-old Highlander, um, and in my free time, I like to obviously play RPGs. Uh, I basically don't have anything else than that going on in my life. Well, you're moving into your own apartment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> moving in with my girlfriend. Which is pretty true. exciting. Pretty exciting. That's new. Um, Other than that, you're doing great, right? Yeah, basically. Okay, pretty so... Good. Now, today we're going to talk about RPGs, right? What is RPG for those who don't know? We're assuming a lot that do know or don't know on this podcast. Well, an RPG is, uh, I guess there's a lot of ways to like describe an RPG. Like it's, you can, like it's role playing, but like you can either play as another character and pretend to be that character or like my favorite type of role playing is where you're like, make your own character and then you go through like fantasy world and you live out your stuff that way. Okay, and what does RPG stand for? Uh, Role-playing games. Is this just for video games, or can you do this for board games as well? I'm pretty sure there's like LARPing and stuff, and then there's uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. That's pretty fun. So it's pretty diverse. It's not just... Oh, it goes everywhere. So do you prefer board RPGs or video game RPGs? I like uh, video game RPGs. Yeah? I feel like they just make more sense. Like... You can get to go through a world that's already created mm-hmm. and like it's not like there's nowhere near the same kind of movement, right? Like if you're in a board game, it's like you're sitting there and it's fun. It is fun. And there's a like, I guess once a week with your buddies and you play it that way. It but, uses a lot more imagination. Yeah. It's easier to play the video game where it's just but set. It takes a lot more planning to do it, right? The board game. Whereas a video game, it's like you're living through it and it's like easier to picture i guess it's for less creative people we'll say that well you're, you're pretty creative when we made that our own we tried to make our own D game and yeah the adventures yeah, that was fun <laughs> a little arguments here and there but you yeah. know build that friendship <laughs> uh what would you say is the best part about role play, playing games i guess the best part would just be the fact that you get to play out through like your fantasies right like oh i want to live in a medieval world okay go ahead and live out through a medieval world Okay, and if you want to live out through like space or something, you just go to space. Like, I'm like, is so endless. Yeah, like you can go to the old west or like live a, like a life where you get to go and like drive by shootings, like pick like whatever you want to try to do, and you get to try to do it. You just have to find the right game to do it. Okay, okay, and. um do different RPGs bring you different types of thrills? I guess so. Like, uh, I guess if you're in the mood for like, <clears throat> say like a driving thrill, you can play a, a, a driving RPG. Then there's like games where I want to live like today. I feel like living out like the medieval ages and then you just go for that. And then you're like, okay, well now I'm a knight. Why not? You can become a cop. Like it's like the possibilities are endless. So it's like endless entertainment 
at your fingertips whenever you want. Pretty much. Uh, when did you get interested in RPGs? Was it somebody that oh. interested you or showed you the game? Or was it at an event, something on TV? So, I think I was about 15 years old. I saved up a bunch of money. I guess my Christmas money, I think. I went and got an Xbox 360, my first one. And my first RPG game that I ever got to play was uh, Fable. And oh, that, that got too. me into that. Like, I was, like, pumped about that game. Were, but, you, were you evil or good in that game? Because in that game, oh, there's a choice I, to be evil and good. <clears throat> I, for some reason, try to always be good. I always feel like I want to be the hero in every story. And I feel okay. like if I do bad things, then I'm going to be punished somehow <laughs> in real life. Oh, okay. so like I try to become nice <laughs> in all situations to make sure I don't get into trouble. Don't know why. I mean, it's a fantasy world, right? But I just want all the NPCs to the, like you. Yeah, the non-playable characters to dislike me, you know? Was there a moment when you were playing Fable, you said, or not said, but there was an event that was so bad, you're like, oh, I just want to do some bad instead of good to this one well, character. There's always characters that piss you off, right? Like, oh, like I am mightier than thou, or I am like better than you. And then you'll go and like, instead of helping them, you'll destroy them in some way, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure in Fable, there was like one guy who was just getting on my nerves for some reason. And I decided that that person needed to die. And you did not regret that at all. No. <laughs> uh, it's, easy. it's easy to get really mad at an NPC. I can, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the best RPG game you played recently? Recently, actually, it was uh, Monster Hunters. Okay. No, we've had discussions about this. You've played different series, not series, but different games of Monster Hunter. And Oh, it's endless, the possibilities of Monster Hunters, and I just keep coming back. I think, uh, so <clears throat> I started playing Monster Hunters when I was 16 on the PSP. Then it just took off from there. And I think every single time there's been a Monster Hunters that was released, I just went with it. Like, I was like, wow, this is like amazing. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, like... Every single time they keep adding more monsters and then there's more like stuff to make. And then there's like different like ways to beat different things. And then they started adding like uh, multiplayer. Mm -hmm. So it helps when you have like friends. So then like, you know, you just add to the, the whole thing like of like, oh, my buddy and me are going to go take on this giant dragon for like 30 minutes. And then when you beat them, you just feel so accomplished. Okay, and now you're saying the one that came out recently, is it the best one so far, or? Um, well, so, there's two games that came out recently. There was, like, Monster Hunter's World, which is kind of a dumbed-down version for the public, because, so, Monster Hunter's is very, like, uh, it's a hard game to play at first. It's very hard to, like, get into. And the Monster Hunter's World was kind of like a no like a more easily playable game like everything was there's a couple things that were endless there was like things that you could do like the monsters would be like self-tracked and mm -hmm. stuff like you wouldn't need to like really find the the thing more than once but uh then there was the monster hunters generations ultimate which is the newest one and that one is like 
here's 90 different giant <laughs> monsters to fight. Good luck, everybody. And there's like 90 different ways to kill them. Yeah. And it's like every single one of them is different. But at the same time, like it's just it, it it's just cool that you constantly have to go from like one thing to another and you're fighting like different things in different ways and you have to prepare. And if you're properly prepared, you die Mm -hmm. and then you got to restart. And then, you know, now are there anything in those games you say they're missing or they should add in the monster hunter series? You wish they had in that game. Not really. No, they feel like met your, all your expectations, right? Well, so obviously the graphics are lacking, but that's just like it's Monster Hunters. So the Monster Hunters world did it right, where everything was like amazing graphics, like everything was perfect. The only thing that they didn't have was all the rest of the the monsters in it, right? So it didn't have like the the versatility of like I want to go fight this guy today, but I can't, so I got to go back to this game to fight that guy, and then you know. Okay. So it's kind of like you're back and forth and. That's the only thing. Like the newest one, the Monster Ultra, uh, Hunters is Generation Ultimate, which came out on the Switch. Mm-hmm. The graphics aren't nearly as beautiful as Monster Hunters World. And that's what I would have liked to see. Just nicer, refined stuff. But so do they, they still haven't found the right balance. They sometimes focus on one over the other. Yeah. I okay. guess one of them focuses more on gameplay and like making the game more like fun. And then the other one is just beauty. Okay, so hopefully the next game... Yeah, will, hopefully the next one would just be like... Perfect. Both of both, best of both worlds. Kind of like what they're doing with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, where exactly. they just put everything in that everybody ever wanted. There you go. Um, what was the best RPG game you played? Let's say, because you only started when you were 15 for RPGs, let's say between 15 and 20. What was like the best RPG game between that age? The, between 15 and 20, I would Years have old. to say Fallout 3. Fallout 3, okay. Why Fallout 3? Fallout, well, that's like, so Fallout 3 was the best RPG game ever made, considering it was like the father of RPGs, in my opinion. Okay. So, like, ultimate customization, like this, like your character looks like however you want it to look like um, in the game your choices actually matter like from the beginning you can walk into a town and decide if you want to blow up that town or become in charge of that town like you can actually choose to just destroy everyone from the beginning and become this horrible person and then just ends the game and then no it just (laughs) ends that town and then you walk away and you keep playing you know could you theoretically destroy all the towns and end the game like that or well, some choices are different. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't go killing everybody. But this game, it's like, if you kill the wrong people, it ruins mm. your story. Okay. So it gives you that choice. It's like, oh, like, this person's an important person, but I can kill him if I wanted to. And like, just see where it he goes. He needs to be alive for my story to be continue, but I can still kill him, though, and it'll be fine. <laughs> and then you ask yourself, where am I going to go from here? Yeah. Right? It's okay. kind of like, because there's so many like side quests and stuff that like, if you go through the side quests, you'll go almost 400 hours and then you can choose to do like the main mission and stuff like it's like, like the choices are endless. You can kind of go anywhere you want. 
And even after you beat the game, there's still the map to explore. And even after while you're just like finding out the map, there's like different missions that pop up. So people and Easter eggs. To. Easter eggs, like like the 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 reason why it was so good is because it was like endless. You can keep going and going and going, and then you keep finding cooler things. Then you find cooler things, and it's like more cool things. Then it was like the beginning of that, right? It was like this just joy of playing that game. Now I think your brother loves. Is it Fallout Three or Fallout Four? I think my brother likes Fallout Four more. Yeah. Well, he's sitting in the room right now. We're gonna interview him next. But he is a big fan of Fallout 4. Yeah, he's a bigger Fallout 4 fan. I think it's because he's mech suit. Mm. The mech suit. Like a robotic more, suit. Yeah, you can kind of wear like a power armor. Never mind, he doesn't use it. <laughs> he just said he never used that. So he likes to go butt naked in the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you were saying you can spend up to like around 400 hours easily in that game. Oh, yeah. So my question, a little off track, but... What RPG game have you spent the most hours playing? I think the most hours I've spent playing a game was Skyrim. Skyrim, okay. And would I think be Fallout to 3 I spent. So I spent about 300 hours playing Fallout 3. And then Skyrim I played um, almost like 500. And you were more bored at all. You I were... was never, it was never ending that game. Like, you can keep finding things and finding things and finding things. Like, you'll go from one town to another and then, like, you just realize that, like, you went from wanting to become an assassin, becoming an assassin. And then after that, you're like, I'm going to a different town now. And now I am in part of the Thieves Guild. And now I'm part of a secret organization through the Thieves Guild that now I'm a Nightingale and I have, like... Like, I remember once I was playing, it was about 11 p.m. And I had to go to school the next day. And I was so excited because I became part of a exclusive group in the game. Online or uh, offline? No, it was offline. Okay. Right? So it was like, you're supposed to figure this out. And yeah, you're yeah. supposed to, like, eventually get there. So, But I was still so excited about becoming part of it. And getting the armor that comes with being part of the group that I did not sleep that night a wink. Really? Like okay. my adrenaline was <laughs> through the roof. I was having the time of my life. Like, and I wasn't even playing anymore. Like after 11 o'clock, I decided to close it. And I was like, I got to go to sleep because I got school tomorrow. And then it turned out that I was, there was no point in even trying to go to sleep because I just kept <laughs> thinking it over and over again in my head. And I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. It's like a kid on Christmas Eve where they yeah. can't go to sleep and they're Except just so excited. My Christmas Eve happened very often. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. But you're over it now, right? Or you Well, say now I'm at the age where I can basically stop playing anything and go to sleep. You know, like I'm not as... You don't go to sleep with a controller in your hand. Nothing is as new at my age. You know what? Back when Super Smash Brothers came out on the Nintendo 64, I wasn't allowed to play it that night. So I actually had the cartridge and I brought it to me in my bed and I just slept with it. Because <laughs> I was so excited the next morning to just get up and put it in. Um, I don't know why. I didn't... It was like a prison mentality that you had to keep it with you or somebody's going to steal it. But no, no one was going to steal that game. It's kind of just pure love. Exactly. The game. Exactly. And you know what? I still have it today. <laughs> um, so in your opinion, what is the best 
RPG game you've played ever and what is the worst you've played? So kind of a two-part question. <sighs> really the best RPG yeah. game I have ever played. There's a, It's a tie. Okay. So it's a tie between um, three games. A three-way tie. Yeah, okay. it would actually just be um, Fallout 3, Skyrim, and Monster Hunters. And it's not even a specific Monster Hunters. It's all of the them. The series. Yeah, the series Monster Hunters would be... Those three like would be my top. Because favorite. they all offer something different, right? Yeah. Like okay. one of them is more of a like pick a mission, do the mission type of thing. The two other ones are tied because... They both give me different things, but from different worlds. One of them is more medieval with magic and, you know, stuff like that. And the other one is more of a, like, apocalyptic wasteland mm -hmm. where you kind of go around. Hypothetical, hypothetical situation. What if they merged them all together? How would you feel? Just the idea of a Fallout Monster Hunter. What was the last one? It was a... Uh... Fallout Monster Hunter and Skyrim. Skyrim. It just combine all three of them together. What would you say? So not so so thrown off. Would that would be you? the weirdest shit in the world. You'd have dragons coming yeah. in, people on like apocalyptic, I guess, horses <laughs> while shooting laser guns and like mutants and stuff. You can't, you can't like, even imagine it. It's just, no, it's so hard to picture. Like I can't even get that through my head. Don't worry, people. This is not happening. I hope not. <laughs> Jason would not sleep for a People full month. People will buy it out of curiosity. Would you be one of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because it's your, it's your three favorite games, right? Yeah, but it would be like the most like weirdly curious thing I've ever done. Now, we just covered the best games. What are the worst or the worst or top three? What's your choice. Worst uh, RPG game you played. You were truly disappointed. Worst RPG game I've ever played. That's a thinker. Finger was the game? That's a thinker. Oh, thinker. I thought the Not game was named Finger. finger. <laughs> I'm like, oh, That'd be finger. weird. That's a thinker. I, I Honestly, I can't think of that. They've I've, all been good. I've played a lot of bad RPGs, but I can't really pick the worst. Okay, so instead like, of saying... I can't really name one. So instead of saying which one's the worst, what were some qualities that make a bad RPG game? Something that you said, eh, I didn't like that. Whether it's the story, the graphics, the... I guess it would be like... When a game is too, uh, like, stiff, I guess. Like, if the, like, you know, your player's movements aren't, like... Mm, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, there's some styles, like, it's fine. Like, there's JRPGs. JRPGs, which is... It's like, yeah, Japanese role-playing oh, okay. RPGs, yeah, yeah. where it's kind of, like, quick action. Like, it's a clicker. Well, not really a clicker, but it's, like, a point-of-shoot, but you're watching it from, like, third person. Mm-hmm. Kind of, like, Grim Dawn. If I don't, if you know about that, I don't know if people actually know about that, but it's kind of like a, a third person view where you, you kind of watch from above. Actually, not third person. What would that be? Yeah, yeah, it's the third person. You would look from behind them. No, well, this one, you're watching from above. Oh, it's like an aerial perspective. Yeah, it's okay. kind of like an aerial perspective where you just run around and if you have a sword, you swing the sword by clicking type of thing, you know? And then, um, I don't even know where I was going with my... Bad uh, qualities of games. Oh, um, and then there's, like, yeah. just some of them that aren't, like, fluid. Like, you'll, you like, like uh, the movement is horrible. Um, like, 
you'll have trouble like just running around. Like you, you think you want to try to like jump on the roof of a house, but then you just lag out of the game or something. You know what I mean? Like All just, those bugs. Like just a game like RPGs with a lot of bugs and like bad graphics, I guess. Okay. It'd be like the worst. And um, and if the story is garbage. Of course. It has to have you know what's, story. You know what's crazy? A lot of video games these days coming out on Xbox, PS4, and PC, they say, oh, best graphics, da, da, da. And then the story doesn't necessarily go well with the graphics. It's great. Yeah. The story starts to lack a little bit. Like when you and I play games, sometimes we play the games, the graphics are garbage, but we love the story. Starbound, oh, yeah. the graphics are two-dimensional or... Oh, it's it's perfect. It's a side scroller, and you just keep going. Like the the idea of what Starbound is is just phenomenal. Like build your basically find a planet, build on the planet, do whatever you want, and then there's like the story that you go through, and the it's it's just a good game all around. Now in RPGs, there's the uh, option to create your own character, right? Sometimes you have a fixed character, such as Skyrim, you have to play as one, or there's a choice to build your own character, correct? Uh, Skyrim, you build your own character. Okay, too. you can like all so, the looks yeah, and everything, like hair, like face, everything. What about you the can Witcher? Even play Witcher. around with uh, the cheekbones. Witcher, you can't. Okay, so but that's an RPG as well, right? That's considered an RPG, but that's like you're playing through that specific character's okay. role in a story. Okay, so my question is, when you, you do, you prefer playing as a set character, or do you like customizing your character? And if so how do you like to customize your character to look? I know it can be a tricky question because it can change throughout Um, games. So when I play, um, I like to make my own character. Okay. I don't enjoy playing as someone else. Like the game The Witcher was good. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't, like, no matter what. You didn't feel connected. When you're playing through those games, the ending is always the same. Oh, okay. Okay. Because there's three of them, right? So no matter what, the ending is always similar at the end. It's got to end a certain way or else the next one, the beginning won't make sense. And then they go through the whole thing, right? So like no matter what, it's that guy's life you're playing through and it keeps going. Whereas when you make your own character, like you get like a choice of like three possible different endings or four possible different endings or something, but it's still your choice to make and it's your guy that you're playing with right so i like making my own character naming him going through like the whole like scenarios and you know that way i feel like i'm more part of the game like it's me like the point of playing mm-hmm. rpgs is like living through it right so like yeah. i want to live through the the medieval age i want my character to look like what i want him to look like when i'm doing it okay so uh, and i just always throw a beard on there because you have a magnificent beard yes you, you and your brother much. just the beard men okay so uh do you make the character try to look like you or just a little different when you make them i try to make them look like me i'm not very good at it like i'll I'll go as close as i think i can like i honestly throwing a beard on them just that's my version of making them look like me and then give them some short hair Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay that's as close as i could possibly get let's go no. I don't really spend like hours on end trying to change the bone structure and stuff. Every muscle. <laughs> yeah, just to try to make them look like me. Is there a game that made the option to create your character very well, very detailed? Like Fallout? Or... Oh, Fallout 4 yeah. was good. Um, Skyrim was good. Like Fallout 3, you didn't... I guess Fallout 3 didn't have as many options, but Fallout 4 and Skyrim 
They gave you like a lot of options. Like I think endless. Oh well, not endless, obviously, but like they gave you way too many okay. that you can spend a good like two hours trying to make your guy, and then you forget about the actual game. <laughs> yeah, because you're there for yeah. like two hours, and then you're like making this person try to look like you, and then some games like um, I forgot what game it was, but it was an online game or a co-op game, and. I think we were playing together, you, me, John, and Ben. But John was taking too long to make his character because he had too many choices to make. So oh, was it? Uh, and then I was spending like an hour just trying to make his character. I know which one you were talking about. It's not through Steam. It was uh, a fantasy world where we had horses and yeah, I forgot what it was called. But there's yeah. like you know that stuff where you. But have, John, John is the type to take his time to make his character. Yeah, because he wants to make him just this just, way, just, just right. Yeah. Um, another question I had for you is: When do you usually play your RPG games? Is it more something you play late at night or come back home? This can be rel- relative to now and when you were fifteen growing up. So when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I spent every minute that I wasn't in, in school playing. While while in class? Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> while I wasn't in school. Ah, while yeah. I wasn't in school. So, like, I'd get home, 4 o'clock, then the whole night play. Then I got into working. And since I've been working, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, four, like, three years ago, it was every chance I got. Because I didn't have as much like spare time. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever I'm at home, I'll spend as, like that whole time playing. Then in the last three years, it's become more of like a work. Whatever I got to do after work. Your time sheet. Time. <laughs> like, well, that's Sundays. <laughs> no. Yeah. When we play games. I got to like, go, guys. Got to do my time sheet. <laughs> I got to get paid somehow. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like, uh, I guess like now it went from, well, I guess it went from like four or five hours a day to like two, three now. Mm-hmm. If I have the time to do it, which I mean, at where I'm at in my, my life, that's not bad. Yeah, it, no, it no. leaves you something to like look forward to every it's a once hobby. in a while whenever you get home, right? Yeah, it's a hobby. That's yeah. why you're on this show, to talk about it. <laughs> uh, are there any misconceptions about people who play RPG games? Uh, well, one of the worst misconceptions about us is like, oh, those people are probably like crackheads or like, oh, this guy <laughs> probably does a bunch of drugs because he plays mm-hmm. RPG games. Or, I'm just kidding though. <laughs> um, more like I guess you just want to live. Like people don't like their lives, mm-hmm. so they'll go and try to live another one. Like oh, you just want to like escape from the real world and go live like this fantasy life. Like you're a loser. Like you know, like get a real job or something. Mm-hmm. But I guess like that's not how I feel. I feel like it's more like. I wonder what it'd be like to live in the medieval ages or I want to, yeah. I wonder what it'd be like to live with magic. Kind of like, then you like go and play through that. Right. Like you kind of live out like this fantasy. Like I consider games to be live action books. Okay. Like Lord of the Rings. They came out with a book, a uh, game for that. 
when and you, you get to play like, as like your favorite character. You get to play as a character and you go through Lord of the Rings. Like I thought that was like one of the coolest things because it's like a book and then you're like playing through the book as one of the characters. Like that's amazing to me. But that's what I think of it as. Like mm-hmm. it's just like a way of like I'm living through something and like I still enjoy my own life, but I also want to try and see what it'd be like to go to space for like a couple hours or yeah it's like people who read books they read it to just escape from reality it doesn't mean exactly anything but just a hobby and it's like a stress reliever exactly and um speaking about stress has rpgs ever stressed you out oh i remember when i was younger and i was playing fallout 3 i would go through the subway system and in the game right in the game okay and in the subways there's these things called ghouls so you'd be going through the subway and it's like dark like Mm -hmm. pitch black but you got a little flashlight on your pip boy and that's your always your like your watch thing on your yeah it's like a it's like your multi-gadget tool on your wrist so you'll be walking through like the sewers and because like sometimes it's faster to get go through the sewers to get from one place to another, mm-hmm. or the mission is just in the sewer system. But you'll like get these random jump scares of like a ghoul popping out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh shit, god!" <laughs> and, you know, you like you'll get a little scared, and you're like, "Oh my god!" And then you'll kill him, and you'll get angry at him, you're like, "Oh, I hate you so much." So it's kind of like a horror game at the same time as a stress game. Like it'll throw like twists at you, right? Like the same thing will happen with anything though. Like you'll get too comfortable at one point, like uh, playing Skyrim. You'll get too comfortable and then randomly you'll be attacked by a giant rat. And then Mm -hmm. it's like a jump scare and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ, where did you come from? Do you like that aspect in RPGs where they add the horror factor or would you rather no horror factor at all jump scares and stuff like that oh i love it yeah yeah it keeps you on your toes right? okay like at a certain point in rpgs you get like so good that you kind of forget about things mm-hmm. like you'll 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 be like oh i'm so overpowered like nothing really matters but then you'll still get like random jump scares and it's like oh i didn't even see that coming yeah you get a mini heart attack and yeah you're good to go mini heart attack like split like three seconds of anger where you try to kill it and then you're like <laughs> and then you oh. realize it's a screen you don't want to yeah. punch your screen you're like oh that was a good time <laughs> uh would you consider yourself a professional rpg player in other in other words you're able to hold up a conversation with somebody who is well versed in rpgs as well for myself I'm, i wouldn't consider myself a professional that's why i'm asking all the questions but let's say you had a conversation with your brother about fallout 3 you could nitpick everything and try to figure out the easter eggs or the meaning behind a certain thing and stuff like that um i guess i would not consider myself i would consider myself like a semi-pro at different things like there's a lot of things like you can do a lot of research about like Mm -hmm. over but i think i play too many games to really stick to one rpg and then like just analyze it aggressively Mm -hmm. But like I I there's a certain like rhythm or um there's a certain like thing that flow. just keeps flow that yeah. goes through RPGs that you kinda like kinda like follow and you're like I know like once you become like good at one, you'll kind of like know exactly what to do for the next one and it, like it sets like this um 
way of like being where you just go through the motion almost but then the motion like some games will change up the motion or something but it, it kind of like you'll understand better of what you should be doing what you shouldn't be doing like okay it, so. it, it, it takes away from a lot of the time wasting that you do from like playing the game okay like some yeah. people will spend like three hours trying to figure out why i can't like make a potion or why i can't do this you know but like i'll be like oh well i've played other games similar so i know what to do i'm the type where i'm asking my friends hey guys how do you make this and i'm sure they've been very patient with me jason included but i'm always the one like i don't know what i'm doing i'm stuck what do i do alex can you please just open the menu man and i sometimes i take a picture and i send it to them like i have this and this what do i do with it i'm useless in rpgs um speaking about playing with me do you prefer playing rpgs alone or with other people so I like playing RPGs in a, uh, I guess I like online RPGs, right? But not, I like massively multiplayer sometimes, depending on how it's played. But my favorite type of RPGs are co-op ones. With friends. Yeah. Not with strangers. Not, yeah, not with strangers. So like uh, Monster Hunter is great for that because you'll play like four players max. And there's like uh, Starbound where... Uh, you kind of have to make your own server. So no matter what, you know, like most of those people are going to be like your buddies to play with. Yeah. Um, I enjoy playing like smaller groups. I don't enjoy playing like massive. I agree. You like that uh, feeling. Remember like Nintendo 64, that couch feeling with playing with your friends. Yeah. I I, I enjoy like, and then like you get to get, you get loot, right? And then everybody has like different classes, but you get to show off to your buddies and like, oh, like tonight we're let's get together and make uh like hunt this guy down or like we'll do this mission together, you know, stuff like that. Like I I enjoy that feeling of like working together towards a common goal. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's having a good time. Like I remember once we were trying to play uh Wildlands. Oh yeah, that was fun. And uh <laughs> we kept trying to sneak into one building and Ben, uh our mutual friend. Our mutual friend would we would be sneaking on the floor trying to sneak into the building and ben decided that it'd be smart if he would run us over (laughs) and alert everyone classic ben so you you know know, it it throws off like those like random moments where like you really just start to grow and hate your friends (laughs) but then there's also those other moments where like you try hard 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 to like beat this one guy and then you kind of want to like give everybody a virtual high five because you're all pumped the fact that you finally did the thing that it took you four hours to do, you know? You know what? What are we doing in this podcast? Let's just go play right now. Yeah. <laughs> you're pumping me up to play an RPG game with all of you right now. Exactly. <laughs> um, so RPGs, is this something that you want to keep to yourself or something that you want to share with, let's say, friends or family? You know what I mean? The idea of sharing your hobby. Um. Well, I like sharing my hobby. I'll share RPGs with other people. Mm-hmm. I enjoy actually sharing with other people more than like keeping it to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy playing like solo RPGs for the story, but I think me playing with other people is more fun than that. That way, like you get to do the whole, like I just said, like going through like the motion with buddies and it means more when you're with other, like playing with other people than playing by yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like it adds an extra, like, uh, just like it an extra adds, layer yeah. of 
belonging and connecting with somebody. Exactly. I, I, I get it. It like, makes the game more fun. Yeah, and it builds friendships. Like, like sometimes it'll tear friendships down, <laughs> but sometimes it'll build what? friendships what? up and make them like stronger. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Um, what was your biggest challenge when it came to RPGs? When you, let's say you first started playing RPGs, was it money? Money. Okay. You want all the RPGs, but you can't afford them all, and you don't got a job. And they just keep coming out one oh, after the other. One. I think there's like, every. I think at one point there was like something like five or six RPGs coming out in like one year. Or five or six games coming out in one year, and you just try to like, you want to play them all, so you got to finish one of them, in order to get sell it back for to EB Games for like twelve dollars, which is like twenty percent of actually what you actually paid for the game. And then they sell it back at the actual price. Yeah, and then they sell it back for like four times that price. Yeah, and they're like, oh well, you know. <laughs> But sucks like, to be you. Yeah, like then you yeah. like try to scrounge up like me. Uh, I didn't have a job when I was younger, so I would like take my um, lunch money, and I would, I wouldn't eat for lunch, and I would just take all my lunch money, and then I'd go buy video. Buy games. that one game. Then I, when I got home, my mom was like, "Oh, why are you <laughs> so hungry?" Well, I'm a growing boy. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I gotta I love, grow I, at some point, mom. I, I love your food, mom. <laughs> um, if you had the chance to create your own RPG game, what would you do? How would you make oh, it? That's a good question. It's a, it's a really. I asked this to John for horror video games. Oh yeah, and he was kind of stuck. But yeah, I'm throwing the question to you. Oh uh, well, um, I guess if it was me, I really enjoy the medieval okay. stuff. So I would, I would make something similar to, uh, I guess, Elder Scrolls, like that whole like series, the Elder Scrolls series. I would kind of go with that, honestly, as like a reference point. But uh, it's very. I, I would make it more like uh, you can do front flips, back flips, like more uh, fluid. I guess. Okay, so not as rigid. Yeah, yeah like where you can. Uh, throw some assassin's creed in there like i would mix the assassin's creed with skyrim okay like skyrim's that's, story that's assassin's creed's movement but then you also have the choice of like being a heavier guy and being more of a powerhouse tank but then you can go back to being like you can like different classes and stuff but your classes actually change your movement would you be able to morph so you remember the game Prototype where you can change completely your, uh, well, your, like a parasite and you can have like a hammer or a knife. And- I guess if that was a class, yeah, you I could throw that in there. But me, it would be more like, um, like mixing. I, I guess, yeah, you can mix <laughs> that in there. And then yeah, the, but it's your game. Sorry, I'm stealing yeah, your ideas. You, yeah, you could, you could. <laughs> kind of mix that in there but mine would be more like assassin's creed movement for like one class and then you'd have like a heavier tank guy for another and then your your class actually makes a difference in your movement so that way you'd have like a ninja who actually does backflips climbs walls keeps going but then you'd have like that big knight guy that walks around stiff but can take a hit right Mm -hmm. and then you'd have like the wizard but you can make the wizard if you wanted to do like you know acrobatics and then throw some magic around or something. So I feel like you've thought of this before. Oh, I've thought about this so hard. <laughs> now for the story itself, would it be 
the story of somebody saving somebody such as a child or, you know, like God of War saving his child or I guess trying to kill the gods. Do you like more? Um, so I would just put like one ultimate boss in okay. power and then kind of make it so that you're one person who has the ability to take on that guy. But I'd also make my game co-op. So then of you course. and your buddies would get together to take on that boss. But then the boss has mini bosses and he throws at you. But it like I would picture uh, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. as like a good template. As, yeah. Like you're going to war, but you're going to like a massive war against a bunch of like horrible things. And then I would throw every single race possible into that game. So when is this game coming out? Uh. <laughs> In like 2046. Good, good. We'll be, we'll be what? We'll be f- under 50 something? If we, no, we're I, think be over 50. We'll, I think we'll be almost 70. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we'll still play. In our retirement homes, we'll oh, play actually, the games. No, sorry, yeah, 50. You're, <laughs> you were closer than I was. Math and overrated. <laughs> um, do you have any word of advice, oh, sorry, do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested in taking RPGs or starting to play RPGs? Um, I guess it'd be just because a lot of people play RPGs and then they get angry because they can't figure out what they need to do. Like they don't take, there's a learning curve to it, right? So there's like, there's a certain amount of time that you have to take to like read your stats, go through your skill list, your possible things. Like you should do like some research of like what classes to choose. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if you don't like a certain class and then you play that class and then you're like, oh, this game sucks. Can't take it because like that one class you didn't like. But maybe there's another style that you'd want to play. Like, I guess the only thing that I could say is like, be patient. Like, you okay. have to be very patient when like you're trying to get around that learning curve. But once you get it, you are golden. Kind of hey, thing. Yeah. Like after like say like your game, your RPG that you're playing as like levels. I would say force yourself to play till at least level 20. Depending on the games. Unless kind of thing, yeah. you really hate it, then change class and try again. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, do you have any websites or links or Steam thing you want to share with the public or you just want to remain anonymous? Oh, I'm going to stay anonymous. Shh, secrets. Yeah. No. Secret, secret, If you secret. want to learn more about Jason, I've said this on many podcasts, just listen to this podcast again and again and again. Over and over and over again. And uh, then if you really want to know more about me, please don't. <laughs> Just don't. Um, so on this show, I'm doing a little something different. I throw the question back to you. Do you have any questions for me about RPGs? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. I know you better than you know yourself. I don't I know guess. anything about myself. Um, what is your favorite class to play in an RPG? I like... Um, the mage style, the witch, but uh, never like the big guy. Always never like playing a tank. No, not really. I like the quick and agile. <laughs> Jason, so has you a co- like the quick and agile? Yeah. So, but you like the mage? A quick and agile mage. So basically, you want to play the video game I'm making because that's the only <laughs> way you'll be able to be a quick agile mage. See, this is a product placement right here. I'm just trying to. It's a sponsorship. I'm selling the video game that isn't even out yet. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. So that's that's ideal. That's the character I want to have or play. 
Okay. I guess you'd be like uh, an assassin in a, in a with a wand. I'm Harry wand. Potter. Yeah. I'm a ninja Harry Potter. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Well, so there you have it. Another body with a hobby. I'm your host, Alex, and this has been episode eight. And thank you, Jason, for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Yeah. And I would love to have you again for your other hobbies as well. Yeah. We're going to keep that a secret for now. You know, keep you on the edge of your seat. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets to question, like, what does he do? What does it look like? I thought he didn't have a life. What does a 700-year-old Highlander look like? Yeah. Looks exactly as what you would expect. Just picture it. <laughs> but if you want to learn more about Jason, just listen to this podcast again. Go running, do some exercise, listen to it, you know. And if you have any questions or would like to be on the show, you could send me an email at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some, yeah. until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care. <laughs>